Hello, everybody. Video games. <laughs> well, that's uh, one That's one intro for you. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to GameSpot Gameplay Episode 75. That was um, pseudo-host Tom McShay. Hello, Kevin Van Ord. I'm your real host, Kevin Van Ord, and I'm glad you're here. I, I, I have a lot of apologies to make. Um, apologies to Tom for being funny looking. Number one, Ooh. I wanted to get that out of the way. And apologies to you all, of course, because this podcast has been rather uh, inconsistent, I guess we could say, about uh, getting out there. And all sorts of things happen because of that. It's inconsistent in both timeliness and quality. Yes. <laughs> but sicknesses happen. Events happen. For example, we are not in video today because all of our equipment is in the process of going to San Diego for Comic-Con. So it's just one of those things that, again, something has happened to keep us from being uh, functioning on all cylinders, but I am functioning on all cylinders, and for that I'm happy. Tom McShay, are you functioning on all cylinders? I've already said my hellos. Introduce the other person. Who's the other? Oh, right. There is another hmm. person. Alex Newhouse. Hey, You're Kevin. back. Yes, I am. I'm back. Yay. And you do what again? I'm an intern here. I just, you know, do internly things. Yeah, totally. You bring yep. me coffee. Yeah. It's really great. He brings me coffee. He fans me. Yes. With uh, like a, a, a little uh, fan. little fan. Yeah. I feed, yeah. I feed you grapes yeah. off he the vine. He feeds me grapes. Yeah. Grass. Only the green ones. Grapes. Oh, of course. Only the green ones. I only green grapes. And hmm. uh, yeah. And out. And uh, sometimes he wipes my butt for me. When okay. I... Uh, let's go. Let's start That's this thing. Yeah, we should probably do this. Um, and again, like the last podcast we have, I'm, I'm a little unstructured. I'm, I'm more structured than last time. Um, but unfortunately, I was drawn into a very long interview right before this podcast with Gearbox, including Randy Pitchford, who was there, and we talked about diversity and what Gearbox is doing for diversity uh, in their games in terms of having diverse casts of character in particular. So I will probably write something about that. So keep your eyes glued to GameSpot. Not literally, because your cornea can't really handle that. But uh, let's let's talk about something. I, I want to talk about one of the stupid—it's it's a slow news time. Let's face it. It's a slow news time right now. Yes, but there, it is. But I did see something about the new Shadowfall DLC, and I thought maybe Alex can bring that up. You actually wrote this. It's not a whole lot to be writing about, but I think it's important to point out how Killzone is evolving into the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely evolving. Um, that's the way to put it. Is it going to be like Evolve? Because that would make I it mean, interesting. No, I mean, okay. no, it's no. not like Evolve. Oh. No, um, so... I thought you were being clever, Kevin. <laughs> no, 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 not no, at all. The, I'm not clever. What the, are you actu the actual DLC is quite a bit more ridiculous than that. Um, so in Killzone, yes, in Killzone Shadowfall, you, like at the end of games, you can do these execution moves called spotlight moves. And so Sony and Guerrilla Games, the developer of Killzone, they released a new pack um, containing a bunch, three of those spotlight moves. A bunch. Three. three, three, a few, <laughs> a few, a small handful. Um, so yeah, there, there are three spotlight moves. One of which are they're just in order. They're they're called the fart spotlight move, the planking spotlight move, and the comedy spotlight move. Planking is 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 not a thing anymore, is it? I I didn't think so. Okay. I mean, I, I felt like that died way before Tebowing became a thing. So, yeah. um, like which is steak. also. No, Tebow, the quarterback. Yeah, Tebow. Oh, right, right, right. Do you remember right. the the whole, like, Tim in, Tebow. Yeah, get down on yeah. one knee and, like, look like you're praying kind of thing. Yeah. And he's um, been out of the NFL for two years. Yes. So. so this is really old. I don't know. They're, yeah, it's, it's. But, uh, like, Guerrilla Games is from Sweden or something, right? Um, Maybe. 
they have like, a, they're not they from have, America, so maybe they have a UK office. Maybe it's just catching on overseas. Yeah, maybe it is. Or you maybe know. some moron at Sony said these are the kinds of things you we need to be making now for kill zones. Right. <laughs> so yes. there's fart and funny or joke? Fart, fart and, and comedy and planking. And what? I have no idea what the comedy one entails. I haven't had a chance to look at these yet. I'm not uh-huh. sure um, what what exactly that does. I like I like the first of all you said Tebow and that remind reminds me of the great Brennan Sinclair we can only oh well and actually of Tom McShay who's very who's here in this room as well because I'll still never forget it was ball and it was juice which is uh, a thing we say so Alex you should say that from now on when something when something's kind of neat you should say oh man that was ball and that was juice I don't remember the exact quote it anymore. was ball and it was juice this is the most important part yeah it was yeah because so. it was when he met his first coach in the NFL and his first conversation was like I guess ball and juice are positive but it yeah, sounds I mean, it sounded like, a, like sounds a, the adrenaline was right. moving like it worked out like it was ball and it was juice yeah yeah so and it, totally ball yeah, yeah, so anyway, there you go. So I like the description, too. It's it's all fun and games until someone loses a game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they, they're they're trying they to, tried. to yeah. keep Killzone relevant. Um, I think they're failing. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know if that sure franchise is still. I don't know. And it looks like Gorilla's moving on to something else after this anyway. So. Which is probably good. Maybe it's more yeah. Killzone. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're they're moving on to it sounds like an RPG. Like that's the that's oh, what the rumors have been pointing to. And uh Gorilla Cambridge is working on a new IP for the I maybe for the Vita? I thought it was an established oh, it's IP. An, it's an exact you're right. Yeah, we right. don't know what it's it is, but it might franchise. it might be a new Killzone. Right, like right. a new developer yeah. would basically take over the reins. Yeah. I'd be fine Who with knows? that. Eventually, you know, do do a Halo and and you know, it's not bungees anymore. It's 343. Right. I mean, by nature it has to be. It's at this point, but you know what I mean? Sometimes you just or gear the new uh Borderlands thing is not Gearbox. It's I'm guessing Borderlands else. 3 will be Gearbox though. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are few games that get me less interested right now than either the pre Borderlands the pre-sequel or the new actual Gearbox game coming up. Uh, which which is Blood? Uh, Battleborn. Battleborn. Yeah. Battleborn is so, it? Yes. So sadly, the I mean, Battleborn doesn't do anything for me based on what we've heard and seen, and I'm already very meh about Borderlands. Right. So the idea of a pre sequel, the idea of a uh, like a B team follow up kind of thing, gets me even less excited oh. about the future. So. Wait, why is why is wait, who's making it? Who's making what? Who's Borderlands pre- a pre-sequel? I forget oh, yeah. the name of the developer. Uh, it's, two, two, it's not 2K Marin. It's one of the 2Ks. Is it, two, is it 2K <laughs> Australia? Yeah, that's not um, right. I don't know. I mean, why are they not better than Gearbox? I don't know if I'd say B-tier. Yeah, they could easily. Well, I mean, no. I, I, I get, <laughs> when I say B-team, I guess I mean not the not the, the original conceptual okay. team. That doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing. I mean, if you but want to talk about Bioshock, the B-team in Marin made a better game than in Infinite. So, I mean, you know, there is precedence for that. Maybe. And I and I think a lot of people could argue that Halo Four is better than Reach. I'd say that Little Big Planet Vita is one of the best Little Big Planet games. And that was a different. Yeah. That was a different. Release. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes the the B teams do come up big. Oh yeah, no, I I totally agree. Yeah. Although, uh, ooh, I mean, also uh, Obsidian made the best Fallout game, or the better, I should say. Yeah, there you go. What they make? They, they made, made the, New Vegas. They made the right. the better designed, less functional. <laughs> Really you, you got interesting. lucky because yeah. you you played it on PC where there were few where I had fewer problems at least. That's not luck. That's a choice based on based on what Bethesda's games usually do. Yeah, I, 
Anyway, I, I want to talk more about Obsidian sometime, but I can't talk about the thing that I want to talk about right now. So we'll we'll move on. Yeah, but we can te- uh, we can at least tease Alpha tease. Protocol Two, <laughs> which is totally I totally did, not happening. Unfortunately, I did have a conversation about that recently with somebody that may or may not know anything about whether there could ever be. You talked to uh, Stephanie Protocol Palermo too. about it. Um, <laughs> who's who's the rep from from uh, Triple Point that you talked to? Yeah, wow, and her. Know. And her boyfriend made Alpha Protocol. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there she you go. was excited. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Well, we got to get back on point. Yeah. Let's get back on point because I want to talk about DLC for just a minute because obviously this is the kind of DLC that's easy to laugh at. But in terms of something that, you know, you just get some animators working on these things to get in there. Um, you, 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 you push in some code. You get people to pay two, spend two bucks or whatever for it. And it's, I don't want to say it's easy money, but it's, it's easy money. Um, and people buy it apparently. So I have a little quiz for you guys. And this is, I'm going to call this a co-op quiz because there's just two of you. And so you need to come up with the answer together. Okay. And the, this quiz is real DLC or made up. Oh Oh, man, it must have been so much fun to make up the DLC. (laughs) So these are either real or things I made up. And here you go. You just you just work on it together. So we'll start with this. So I'll say the name of the game and then tell you what it was and what it costs. Street Fighter 4. Seven new alternative colors for each of the game's fighters. Cost three bucks. That's real. It sounds real. It sounds real? It is real. That and is, that, that, is, that is as filthy as it comes. Yeah. It's real. You think? Yeah. Well, no. As filthy as it comes is how... Um, Wait till you hear some of the others. Mighty number nine, you have to pay for the Japanese voices, which I think is real real low. That's pretty low. Is that Not big... horse armor? Well, r- horse well, armor. That's what started the trend yeah. of bad DLC. Yeah. But uh, how about this one? Dead Space. Mm-hmm. So for over two bucks, it's an add-on called Speed Kills that makes your weapons faster. So they fire faster. That sounds that doesn't not sound real. Right. I know there was but some weird stuff. But it's also so boring that I don't know yeah. if Kevin would have made that up. There were some weird microtransactions in Dead Space 3 too, right? I'm going to say that's real just because Kevin wouldn't make that up. He's, no, he's more creative than that. Okay. I'm judging Kevin, not the... Okay, so that's that's my pick. So real? Yes. Okay, it's real. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. I praise you with that because that would be so boring. Yeah, it would be pretty boring. That's pretty bad. Who paid for that? I don't know. Also, you can shoot pretty quickly in that game. That's like paying for double tab in Call of Duty. Like, that's... Ugh. I don't know. Wait, there, there are some others that might make you fun. It might make you feel fun about these. Some weird ones. You, you like corrected yourself to I say know, something. I know it's pretty bad. I, to I, say I, something I, I corrected my nonsense to say more nonsense. Okay, <laughs> I'm in a mood. Okay, The Godfather. Oh my God! All right, a... so you could pay um, what comes to a dollar eighty-eight or so for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of in-game money. So that comes to hundred and thirty-three fake dollars for every Microsoft point. I mean, that sounds real. That sounds, I mean, it doesn't sound like something they would do, maybe, does it? It's a, it's a thing that's in other games, and again, that's really boring. When did that game come out, though? 2007 or 8. Were they doing that stuff at that point? God, was it even before that? I don't know, right around 2007 or 8. Uh, I would say yes. I don't know what you think. I mean, I can easily see, if it came out a little later, I could see him doing it, but. It is um, EA. Oh. That's oh, true. Yeah, then. Then yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's real. All right. Also, that's Kevin's real. not gonna make up something that boring. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was pretty granular too. Like, yeah. But... How about this one? Tales of Vesperia. Pay real money for leveling up. 
five levels, three dollars. I don't. I don't know if has any developer done that. I think just so. Skip levels. I'm I just mean, gonna. <laughs> my my inclination is to say yes for all of these. Yeah. Apparently, I think this one could be fake. Can we just split? Sure. No. Oh. You have to argue it out until you come up with a. This is this is like jury. This is like a jury. I mean, it's all I don't or nothing. Think, I can't, can't be a hung of, jury. I mean, I feel like the attempt to do that got crushed pretty fast. Like yeah, just, but this game is old. All right. So? So, yes. What do you think? Yes? Is it real? <laughs> sure. Is that what you're going? It's, it's real? Yeah. It's real. Okay. Yep. I don't even remember Tales of Vesperia. Is that in the same? I reviewed the- Is that the Tales of franchise? Yeah, in the, okay. the, in the game that you're playing now. Vesperia yeah. 2. Yeah. I reviewed Tales of Vesperia. I don't, I don't. Yeah, good times. Wait, V E S P? V E S P E R E I A. All right, let's try this one. Okay. Total War Shogun 2. The okay. Blood Pack DLC. It adds decapitation and limb severing, blood effects on unit models, cannon giblets, and more. Three bucks. <laughs> so, this, what do you think? They all sound real to me. It sounds real. Also, I don't know if Kevin even knows that game. Yeah. Um. I mean,. But then, and then, it's a I, big I mean, grand strategy game, right? With would a you have blood an, DLC? Would you have an R RTS with decapitation DLC? What kind of RTS is this? Does it look like StarCraft, or is no, it like no, it's granular? Like a total, super it's like a Total War game, right? Like You've seen super, these ones with the big maps, yeah. and then, but the battles are all with like the four hundred person like battle. So what do you think? Yes or no? No. No. Okay, well, I'm gonna say yes, but we'll, I'll go with you. So the no is the collective. Yes. I yeah. mean, it's real. That's a real. How did you find DLC? I, I have ways. Did you like search like individual games and look at the DLC? I did I did some clever Googling and some clever steaming. So Okay. Yeah. They're all real. So I'm pretty good. They're all real. I'm pretty it's conspiracy. Good. Who knows? Maybe. Madden 2010. Uh for seven bucks you could make the entire game look like an old photo. Nope. Definitely no. not real. What do you think? I play that game. I don't I don't remember that. Okay. Real. Whoa! It looks sepia tone? Yeah, you could, uh, it was called throwback mode. How much was it? $7, and it didn't do anything else except add a visual filter. Are you serious? Yeah. EA, man. EA. Yeah. What? EA. Okay, let's try a couple more. It's gotta be, it's gotta be fake at some point, right? Maybe. I don't know. I've, I've, you faked, do know. You have, I you faked, have done, the, I yeah. faked the podcast out before. You have done that, like that before. Yeah. Crusader Kings 2. For $2. The Songs of Faith pack will add 10 minutes worth of music when you play as a religious character. Fake. Okay, I'm going with you on this one. Fake? No, that's real. Oh. Whoa! That's real. There is a whole... That's a terrible one. There is a whole set of music packs that add $10 worth of theme music depending on what your uh, what the gameplay style is. For moment. $10, you should be able to just download an MP3 of all the music. Yeah, you'd think. That's messed up. Yeah. So about ten some, minutes. Songs of Faith is 10 man. Minutes. There have been some bad DLCs. <clears throat> oh yeah, Poor Crusader Kings too. And when people point at stuff like EA or whatever, you should see and you should see some of the Paradox gets tons of love, and you should see some of the stuff they do. Like I don't know, like where it's easy to point at EA and Ubisoft, and people say, "Oh, you're nickeling, diming people to death." But some of these games on Steam boggle the mind with the DLC. Yeah. Train Simulator, yeah. a game about simulating trains, six hundred bucks or so oh, yeah. to buy oh, every train. I think it, I, to buy all of the things individually. Trains. I think yeah. Railworks twenty thirteen had like two thousand dollars worth of DLC. Um, but is that was, is that stuff you can earn in the game or not? No, that's no. just stuff. That, it's just multiple like train, a train sets set. and 
Hmm. Yeah. It's Another insane. Split rails. Apparently, somehow. people love those games, though, where they... I, but, like, $2,500 with the DLC. I guess they DLC. get away with it, like, for people that are in the trains. they just buy real train stuff? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a train guy, so just I don't buy know. buy a train car? Yeah. So, so how about this? Test Drive Unlimited 2. Atari let you buy access to the vehicles with real money, but not the vehicles themselves. So you had to pay real money to get access to them, but you still had to pay in-game currency to buy them in the game. Oh, that's shady. That, that real? sounds real. That's shady. Especially if they worded it real slyly. Yeah. That sounds real. Yeah. No, that's real. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing Atari did. Yeah. It's that's like, shady. hey, you, you pay for access to them that's with real, real money, but then you have to pay in-game currency Although, I mean, to like, get I, them. Like, there are games that you can pay money to unlock high-level stuff, and then you have to earn your way up to it still, right? Yeah, that's basically what yeah. that is. Yeah. How about this one for uh, the last one, actually, for Saints Row the Third? The unlockable pack for $3 lets you unlock every single thing in the game that can be unlocked. Really? Yeah. Basically, everything that can be, you know, yeah. that is unlockable in normal playthrough, you just unlock at the beginning. I mean, for yeah. $3. Saints Row. Yeah. Yep, that's real. Yeah. These were all real. Ugh. Yeah. Crusader King ones is the out. worst for me. The Crusader Kings, yeah, yeah, two dollars for. And if you look, you'll see all the different theme packs. Like it costs two dollars to get that one, two dollars to get that one, I think two dollars to get that one. And the Madden 2010 so Sepia Tone. Oh my God, seven bucks for that? That's a lot of money. That is a lot yeah. of money. The, and it's interesting because this is just like mainstream stuff. I mean, this doesn't include like. This is actual DLC as opposed to things that you buy in game with microtransactions right. and things like that. Um, but there were I came across some really crazy stuff like panties for Vindictus and stuff that made me feel like really creepy. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. Yay. DLC, everybody. Way to bum everyone out, Kevin. Yeah, I know, right? So I want to talk about Fred Durst. Oh, oh boy. Seriously. Um, so can you tell me what this what's up with this either of you? I mean, I, I think Alex can. It's not oh, like I've no. listened to Limp Biscuit anytime. Alex does recently. Well, except until yesterday when people were talking about Fred Durst. I s honestly still don't really understand what Limp Biscuit is. <laughs> you don't understand what Limp Biscuit is? <laughs> it's they, a band, they have new a metal thing band. With people get together and, and they and, all play instruments yeah. or sing or something and they do it together at the same time. And then it just so happens they're playing different parts of the same song. Never and heard then of we it. call that a band. Yeah. So they okay. were a band. They were like what, new metal or Yeah, new metal. Which I never heard of until yesterday. NU. Yeah. Is it got does it have umlauts on it? No, it's, I think it's just NU. Oh. According to the Wikipedia page. No, I'm I'm a little disappointed now. Yeah. yeah. Um so, Well yeah, so Fred Durst, lead singer of Limp Biscuit, the new metal band, was streaming Call of Duty yesterday while listening to Limp Biscuit. That was fun. Yeah. Did, so none of you actually watched this. No, I didn't I don't, watch it either. I, I thought I was hoping one of you may have watched it. God damn it, Kevin! Remember, I hadn't heard of Limp Biscuit until yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but I thought maybe you watched it or something. Eh. Like, no, I just got into an argument with Peter Brown. Oh, see, I I didn't know it was happening. I like the first thing I knew about it was people were talking about Limp Biscuit on Twitter and Fred Durst. And I was like, why is everybody talking about Fred Durst? It's the first time that, that Limp Biscuit's been mentioned on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> ever yeah, ever probably <laughs> well they haven't been relevant yeah since, well, it's, been a, it's been a long time yeah i actually bought back in the day i actually bought their uh 
their uh, their albums. This like three dollar bill, y'all. I, I had that album. I'm I really had, disappointed uh, in you. I had the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water, or whatever the name of that album was. So, That's but gross. Uh, and, that is a gross name for an album. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, yeah, back in back in the day, I was I was still making my way through life, as it were. We all and, make terrible uh, mistakes. I know it's a terrible, terrible. Some mistake. worse than others. Kevin. We all we all have that one band in some decade. I mean, I don't know. Caro Caro can talk about Train for a long time. We should have Caro talking about Train sometime. Carol, I thought you liked Train. No, Caro hates Train. Oh no, yeah, there, that seems one, reasonable. There's one Train song that I really like, and uh, that's the Hayes Whole Sister Band, right? Uh, no. Is oh. it? Is it? I don't know. Train, Hazel. I don't know. They did Drops of Jupiter. Soul Sister. Thing they're most famous for. That's Train, right? Train. Let's look Soul it up. Sister. I'm looking it up. This is an amazing podcast for everybody listening. I know, right? But uh, th- <laughs> there's there's a song called "Get to Me" that I like. That they do. Yeah, it's Hey Soul Sister. Is yeah, the, is that's train. what I thought. They're okay. Yeah. They have a they have a good song. I mean, they're no <laughs> Evanescence, but you know, really, who is? Yeah, so bummed out. Yeah, I know. Remember, remember them. So anyway, so I guess none of us watched that, but it does. It does allow me to ask you guys some questions about rock musicians that have been in games. Okay. Um, is this is about so, Aerosmith Revolution X. So this is about Guitar rock Hero, musicians Aerosmith. in games, or either it's either musicians that have been in games, featured in games, or games that have been made. Um, themed on musicians or bands or so, so on and so forth. So, for the part of this quiz, do you consider John Madden a rock star? Uh, not that kind of rock star, no. Nor do I consider Grand Theft Auto a rock star game. Okay. In this, oh, God. In this case. See That's what I did good. there? Was, not bad. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, let's do this. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to describe a game from its Wikipedia page, or okay. in one case from the Giant Bomb page. Excellent. And you need, Synergy. You need to tell, well, in this case, because there was no Wikipedia entry for the game, um, and you need to tell me... Either the game, the game, or at least the musician it's based on. Okay? okay. All right. So here we go. The game puts the player in Liverpool in search of in search of the Pleasure Dome. The player has to find and use various objects and play mini games to reach the goal. The player starts the game as a simple character. To reach the Pleasure Dome, one has to become a full person. To become a full person, the four attributes—sex, war, love, and faith—must be filled to ninety-nine percent. The attributes are boosted by completing tasks in the game. Additional pleasure points can be scored by playing the mini-games. The four attributes are part of the symbols used on the covers of this band's albums. So there you go. That is a long description. This sounds like hedonism the game. I mean, my guess for the band is the Beatles, only because of... Because it said Liverpool? Because it said Liverpool? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, um, but you could. You should probably relax and come up with a, come up with a real answer. I, I, have, I, I don't know. I have no idea. No? This I yeah. Relax. So. Oh, uh, is that like the Fra- the Frankie? <laughs> Close enough. Yes. So it's Frankie the computer game. Okay. Um, and the band of course was Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I I, I was close. Yeah. So there you go, Frankie the computer game. I'll give you half a point. Well, that, for that was. Did you ever see Zoolander? Yeah. So the when they try to hypnotize Zoolander, mm. it's like the relax. Don't black. do it. Yeah. When you want to go to it, relax, don't do it, when you want to come. So it's apparently, I don't know. I don't know what that's about, really. What's the theme theme of that Still before my time. Relax, don't do it, when you want to come. Yes. You're fine for not knowing it. You are definitely fine. Why is it Liverpool? Are they Liverpoolians also? Yeah, Liverpudlians. I think that's what it's called. (laughs) Liverpudlians. I mean, I guess if you're a Are they Liverpudlians also? (laughs) (laughs) 
I guess if you're a liver puddly and it makes sense that you're singing a song about coming. Um, let's see here. Thanks. <laughs> sure. I'm clever. Uh, so here we go. In a dystopian version of 1996, an alliance of corrupt government and corporate military forces have taken control of the world in the guise of the New Order Nation. The New Order Nation, with their vampish commander headmistress Helga, have declared <laughs> war on youth culture, anyone aged from 13 to 30, and have banned all forms of music, television, magazines, and video games. The player travels to a club in Los Angeles to see the band perform live, but the band is captured by New Order Nation troops and hustled off the stage in the middle of their show. After escaping from the club, the player steals a helicopter and flies across the city to find the band's car. So what is this? <laughs> my my first guess, I don't know why, is Kiss. It's not a Kiss game, no. There are Kiss games. There's like 49 Kiss games yeah, because yeah. those guys sell out more than anyone. <laughs> what, do you have a guess? I don't. I I'm surprised Tom doesn't anything. know this, actually. What? What? <laughs> I have no idea. It's Pearl Jam. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl Jam doesn't have a game. They appear in rock bands. Okay. It's Revolution X. Aerosmith. Oh, that was the Aerosmith yeah. one that I already guessed. <laughs> yes. Huh. That makes count, sense. Because it wasn't an official. That. It wasn't an official yes. Yeah, exactly. I can see that. Exactly. Steven Tyler. Yeah, so there you oh, go. Um, the club's name is Club X. So I didn't actually say Club X because okay. I thought I thought uh, that uh, Tom was going to get it. Was, Our, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, so let's go ahead and try this one. This is a very, very short description because this is really all I could find. <laughs> so The game puts the player in control of editing the music videos for a dance pop group on three different songs and takes place in a fictional music factory. CNC Music Factory. Yes! Good yes. work. It is CNC Music Factory. For the Factory. Sega CD. And uh, Power Factory is actually the name of the game. Power Factory. You're not going to get that CNC much out of me. So, uh, actually, then that game was used as the basis for make-your-own-music video games that came after. Of course. Um, so, Which is interesting, but none of them were CNC Music Factory official games. I don't remember their hit song anymore. <laughs> I don't either. But in I I had this in here and then I I took it out for some reason. It actually had the name of I actually had the name of the three songs that you, yeah. Whatever. That you did in there. So it doesn't matter. Um let's see one another one. How about this? <laughs> I love this one for some reason. <laughs> the game follows the quest of the bands to find a doctor. The only prior mention of a doctor in game comes in the form of the game suggesting that the bands may be hallucinating and in need of a doctor if the player attempts to look at an item which has not yet been acquired. The game opens at a beach with locations visited later, including a cave, a long road, a forest, and a mountain village, each with its own background displayed on screen. Once the doctor is located, the band must give him ingredients to use in a potion. Upon the potion's completion, the player is awarded with a congratulatory victory screen. Now, I'm trying to think of how... I. <laughs> I could clue you in. The word doctor is important, I suppose, if you know this band. I'm not convinced that either one of you will know this band. Is Alex, it is it Kiss? you will not know this band. No, it's not Kiss. No. <laughs> I would know They had that song like Dr. Love, right? Uh, do they? Call me Dr. Love. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's not that. No. No, it is a band well uh, known for singing a song with the word doctor in the title. In fact, it they're known for singing a song with the word doctor appearing twice in the title. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Doctor, what is that song? Okay, well, in this case, it's doctor, doctor, 
Can't you see I'm burning, burning? I don't you know, know that. that song. I don't know that song. Okay, it's the Thompson Twins Adventure. I don't even it's know who the, the Thompson the Twins are. Are they like? Are they like Nelson? They sang "Hold Me Now." Hold me now. Didn't you like oh, my? Oh, hold my heart. You don't remember that? Didn't song? you like my reference to Nelson? No. Do you remember Nelson? Is that like Judd Nelson? Nelson was like two twins or brothers that had like long blonde hair and sang crappy songs is that like nelson uh the the kid on the simpsons no not at all that sounded like what the thompson twins are though oh the only band with twins i know is the proclaimers i don't know though. they were in san francisco you know not too long ago i would walk five oh my god yep. miles that song no the thompson twins weren't actually twins so oh, they well, were just a band and it was a trio that's misleading called thompson twins so for whatever it's worth. So, yeah. Congratulations to the Thompson Twins for finding their doctor. Yeah. Um, and how about, how about this one? Um, the objective is to reunite the members of the band with their instruments. This is Kiss. No. Each instrument. <laughs> I didn't choose a Kiss game. What? There's Each... like so many. There's a pinball game. I know. <laughs> Each instrument is located on a different planet, and the musician <laughs> must first reach the instrument, then make it back to the band's ship without running into an obstacle. Each musician's stage presents a different challenge. Once all of the instruments have been collected, the band performs a concert while the player controls Herbie, a bouncer whose job is to prevent fans from rushing the stage. So it's a band with four members, uh, which rules out a couple bands. <laughs> so, it's not, so it's not like, well, it's not Led Zeppelin because they don't sell out at all. Rolling Stones. Their price is very high. They sell out a lot. Uh, they're four people. Wait, are they? No, they're not. No. They're like five people. Are they five? Oh. Um, Beatles. Beatles are four people. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of bands that are four people. <laughs> Would they make a game about going to I like to the idea of the, be- of the Beatles having a bouncer named Herbie. <laughs> oh my God, this is this is so brutal, Kevin. I know, I know. There was really no chance of any of you, of, of you guys you have really a clue? getting these things. Um, It's a game that has a namesake. There's another game also with this name. That became very popular over the last few years and was very critically acclaimed. Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> no. The answer, well, and they, this isn't the only video game based on this band. Um, how about if I went. Oh, that's the journey. Yeah, it's Journey. Oh. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Oh, this I is see the what first you did. Journey game. So Journey has four people in it? Apparently. There is another game called Dark Souls. Like that is yeah. There is another game called Dark Souls. That's true. And I think there's actually another game called Dark Souls Two. I know. If I remember correctly, Um, Journey. Yeah, I know, right? It can be always weird to search for. Like whenever I'm putting in a review or something, we have to search. um, Like from the like, you just type in the name, and we have to search the right one from the list. It's always weird because we have to actually go back and start labeling things with the year they came out and the title. There's so so many Dark Souls. Tell the difference between them. Or like, what's it like uh, when whenever there's a reboot, we have to do the same thing like Tomb Raider. <laughs> we had to go back. Like, oh yeah, Tomb Raider, 1996, and then whatever. You know. But anyway, so there you go. So that so the thing is, this brings us to the end of the part of the podcast that I have planned. Oh no! Excellent. So, <laughs> so I I suppose we should talk about other things. There are there is news. Um, Doom is one oh, of yeah. those news. There is there is a new Doom announced, and what is the title? Doom, doom four yeah. no, it's oh just doom? Just doom so yeah. that means we're gonna have to go back and add like doom you know prediction doom oh this is gonna sound stupid the new doom won't be as good as the first doom it probably prediction. won't be as meaningful what relative yeah i mean no, it won't be as good 
I don't know about that. The you first can't... Doom is still phenomenal. Doom and Doom 2 are still phenomenal. I don't know. Those mechanics are really Oh my dated. god, I love the mechanics. I love shooters where you can dodge bullets. As opposed to the ones now where it's like... Where it's I love realistic real. shooters where you can dodge bullets. <laughs> well, no, like those... I didn't say... Well, it's just... It's not as interesting defensively <laughs> anymore because it's like... I know, you like shooters that have movement. The yeah. Good, the, where, where movement is meaningful. The good news is that... I didn't see it yet, but based on what people were saying that were there... Um, apparently, um, movement is a big thing in this game. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, like the movement is is different. It's not slow. Like it's you're you're there's actually like a lot of quick movement kind of thing. I don't know if that means there's you can double jump maybe. Yeah, you can double jump. Yeah, uh, apparently I heard that too. Well, it's, I hope that they they do make it a defensive oriented thing because I always just found those more interesting. It's well, melee focused this time around. Now. Well, I mean, there's a big focus on melee, at least. Weird. Yeah. They talk about the guy getting a chainsaw and using that for a while. And then, yeah, it's... Hmm. Yeah. It's also so do you think we'll start again with calling game Doom Doom Clones? Because there's going to be so many games like Doom this. Likes, Doom <laughs> likes, you don't even remember Doom that likes. anymore, do you? You don't remember what? when all shooters were called Doom Clones? All shooters were called Doom Clones for like two or three years. I didn't start playing shooters until I was, what, seven? Yeah. Eight? What year that was that like, uh 2002. What one two? So so yeah because so old. Doom came out. When did Doom come out? Like ninety two, ninety three. I wasn't born then. Yeah, and like for a stretch after that, every single first person shooter was called Doom. Doom clone. Yeah, which is the weirdest name for a genre. But then after a while, like you know, Quake comes out and it's nothing like Doom. Right. So Doom was nineteen ninety three, by the way. Okay. Yeah, and it's weird because they should have been. Well, I guess they're not really Wolfenstein clones. Doom clones is a very specific thing. Yeah. Because there's like Hexen and Hexic and you know Duke Nukem, like well, all these. I've, I've read about that. That I've was read, in the yeah. day before we just considered. Okay, this is the genesis of a new genre, yeah, kind of thing. But that was in a day where we could, we were basically introducing new genres, um, you know, every so often because nothing had. I mean, things just things were new. Well, it's always um, awkward when that happens. Like we still haven't really figured out a name for Minecraft in Terraria genre. Well, we did yeah. name. We we came up with MOBA at least. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. even even then, when I when when there's like a a Terraria game, I just think of it as a Terraria clone still in my yeah. head. I don't yeah. usually say that, but I think, oh yeah, Starbone, Starbound. That's just Terraria and Starbone. <laughs> it's it's weird that we don't have. <laughs> I totally play Starbone. <laughs> yes, can we make Starbone? <laughs> so you, we got to come up with a name for Minecraft that genre. Uh, what would it would it be? Uh, survival builders. <laughs> survival builders i guess because okay, they're I mean, so different than rust this is what i well, this is what i wrote really... about though in that indie article that you just call it indie uh, yeah i mean there's no way to when you get to a certain point there's no way to classify well it's weird because journey is unique but right. like there's a bunch of terraria and there's a bunch of minecraft and i guess when there's a yeah. bunch you start calling them like oh open world sandbox crafting survival games no I mean, but that's really clunky yeah i know yeah. it's really clunky just call it Minecraft. Like, and I guess yeah, Fortnite says massively multiplayer online role playing game either. We we we've ended up having you know things that we could just call them. MOBA is like multiplayer online battle arena. Right, and we, you also need like Minecraft is pretty significantly different than whatever like the survival crafting things that yep. are coming on now. Well, those are so. survival games. Rust yeah. is a survival game. I mean, Minecraft is too. It is, but I guess that's, but it, that's not what people talk about no. when it's they the talk about Minecraft. Right. And same thing with Terraria. I mean, it's the same thing, but Although, you're still. Right. It's it's really more about, 
you know, the exploration yep. and the creation. Although, I mean, the hook in Minecraft and why so many people, I, at least from what I understand, is, you know, you start out with nothing and you have to build your way and, you know, survive and get to the point where you can start building cool things. And um, at least in, in survival mode. Yeah. Well, that's why I unless think. Unless you just play as a, as a builder and right, just play Legos. You, yeah. I still think that we should just, genre should be based on the feeling you get when you play a game. Like the, the impetus for what the game is, as opposed to like the core action. So, I mean, Dark that, Dark Souls is about like I mean that, I mean that's a survival game, like that like that's that kind of thing. And Zelda is like an exploration game, a discovery game, like that kind of stuff makes more sense to me. So the emotion you get from Zelda is discovery. Well, no, but that, I mean that's the core of what Zelda is. It's a okay. game about discovery, that sense of discovery. Like, is that 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 makes it easier to even know what else you'd want? I guess. Yeah. Than just saying like, oh, this is a first person shooter because there's like first person exploration game because like Minecraft is so different than. You know, or Metroid Prime is so different than Call of Duty, but they're both first-person shooters. Well, we've talked about this stuff with, like, our Game of the Year awards and stuff, where it's been like... And I love the idea of that. It's like we just, you know, we know the games that we feel need to be rewarded, and we've chosen, you know, the game that stands above the rest, and we can call that Game of the Year. But what about the the rest? It's like, I mean, there's some games that I think of as power fantasies, even though they're in different genres. Like, I think Gears of War and Darksiders... Are power are, forces, yeah. are are yeah, you definitely. know similar Warriors, games even yeah. though yeah so I, I I think of those games as as being you know it's almost like the the bro power fantasy in, in a way I don't know maybe if we should work, but. put serious thought into this and come up with six or seven and then game of the year we can actually say like here's our seven genres that we came up with and the best games for me I actually kind of like that yes yeah um, that would I be think, fun to do like I think you know like something like Skyrim is a discovery game as well yeah um I think that Comparing that to something, another discovery game, regardless of whether or not it's also an RPG, yeah. first person, you know, open world. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like when you start grouping things together that are essentially like, I don't know, let's take Skyrim, and then you come, you know, you compare that to Child of Light. Are these really like these are in the same genre officially in the sense that we would call them role playing games? <laughs> but they're but yeah, they're, they're not, not any they're dramatically like different. even then the JRPG and the CRPG are. Are remarkably different things and a diablo game really isn't i mean it's an rpg yes but i don't know like it's a different it's a different thing it's a different feeling i, mean, I guess they do because i put splunk RPG i put splunk and dark souls in the same genre because yeah, they're, no, they're, totally. they're the same game for me yeah. but i mean mechanically they couldn't be more i mean different yeah but i think like in terms of deciding which is better i think that almost comparing them to each other is better than comparing dark souls to something like skyrim or like donkey kong versus or, yeah. spelunky it's yeah. like thanks you just whatever <laughs> They're completely different games, right? No, well, totally. We'll Rayman that. and Braid. We should, yeah, you should do that. You know, cool. Do. Done. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Done. It's done. We've, we're going to do it. something here. We are going to do. You were all part of it, listening in. Yes. Uh, so there you go. There was there was Doom. Also, Microsoft has laid Oof. a bunch of people off. Um, that, this is really bad. That's yeah. bad news. It's a large. What number percentage? Of it was eighteen thousand people. What percentage of the workforce? Do you remember? Oh. Somewhere around ten percent. Somewhere around ten. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that is significant. Um, well, they have a new. They got a new CEO at six or eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, After Steve Ballmer stepped down. So the big thing for game. Oh my god! Like I should have been fired a decade earlier. Uh, you see, you're not. You weren't even around with when Microsoft was amazing. I was because under Bill Gates, they were like. Yeah. No, I mean I remember when Microsoft they were, became a giant. They were Apple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he went away, and then yeah. Um. But yeah, th- so the big thing that affects Microsoft, like the uh, Xbox, is they killed Xbox Entertainment. Yeah, they did. Yeah, which is like the TV. Yes, it's 
from isn't it what they announced at the Xbox One announcement? Like their whole big. Mm, they, they didn't actually talk before. about that until after. But, but yeah. it was like their whole big push for was TV interactive programming on the Xbox and. Um, it was their whole hook of having, you know, TV programming that you can interact with, and they killed that. Um, although the the big ones, Quantum Break, Halo, and the two Halo series. There's the a Quantum, Quantum Break, Break series. The Quantum Break TV thing that is oh. going along with it, whatever that what, whatever that game is. That game's hook is that it's half TV series. Okay. Um, but yeah, those those big three, and then another thing that I can't remember the title. Wait, so of it was now. Halo. It was Quantum the two Break. Halo, the two Halo series. Oh, there's two different Halo Steven series. Spielberg and Ridley Scott. Halo Nightfall was the. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so what's going to be better, Spielberg's or Ridley Scott's? I, I, I'm going. I'm not going to make a judgment right now. Spielberg's will be a lot more palatable, a lot yeah. easier, a lot safer. But Ridley's will be a lot more interesting. Yeah. That's my guess. Halo Nightfall should be interesting based on based on the history of those two directors. Yeah. Uh, Ridley's is going to be divisive. That's my, but I, I'm looking forward to see what that is. Yeah. So that that's big. That's big news though, because yeah. it sounded like they're trying to expand and compete with Hulu and uh, Amazon Prime and Netflix, and now they're like, it's so it's too late though. I this is the is thing that though? gets me. Well, maybe I don't know. It it strikes me though, and and here's my thing with Microsoft, and this is somebody who enjoys a lot of Microsoft products. I have a blah blah blah. I have a Windows Phone. I like Zunes, and I have a Surface. So it's not like I'm anti Microsoft by any stretch, but. Even I recognize they are so late to the party every time that they're they're iterating and not really innovating um, on a lot of stuff. Like, I love my phone, but it, it wasn't the first. I loved my Zoom, but how do you compete with the iPod? Right. I love my Surface, but how do you compete with the iPad? The Zoom is very – or the, um, the, the Surface is very interesting, and I love it, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, you, you – you come to the party so late. Yeah, it is. It there's is no tough. chance to really compete at that stage. Because I mean, they're competing with the TV stuff. They're competing to get directors and actors on board. Right. But like, I mean, because Netflix does their own original series now. And then there's FX there and there's Hulu AMC. Yeah, and the Hulu originals kind of stink. Yeah, but, um, HBO but, Go. Yeah, HBO and Showtime and FX. And like, because there's just so much. Like AMC, which was the best station in the world for like three or four years is now has walking dead and nothing and then like a breaking bad spinoff because it's like it's so in demand that all of a sudden when one year two shows goes away there there's not even anything to pull from anymore right especially because hbo gets everything yeah they're really good so it would be tougher for hbo or for microsoft to even find the next who the director of true detective is like to even find that next showrunner it would be really tough because they're so mined but right. I mean, I, I mean, I do think that it's also Microsoft just got just came upon some bad luck because the stuff they were trying to do with the Xbox One was new and was trying something mm-hmm. different, even if it sucked. Um, <laughs> uh, so I mean, and like the the interactive programming thing sounded a little bit interesting. Like if if they tried to tr- start doing you know choose your own adventures and TV shows, like that could have been something interesting at least. Awesome. Um, but like they just end up getting bad luck, and they don't they aren't able to. St- Happen upon they haven't been able to happen upon those big things early and like originally in the last few years like they used to. So this this also ties in. I mean, NPDs came out yesterday. Yeah, and Sony for the six straight months has the best selling console, um, which is which is PS4. huge. Which well, is because it, it was really interesting because yeah. last month in June is when Microsoft pulled the Connect and offered a four hundred dollar price parity with the PS4, and they're still behind. Because you'd think that like people might have been waiting to take that plunge, and all of a sudden in June the sales spiked, 
They did not spike. And I mean, they did spike. They they did double. They, they doubled. They increased 100%. Yeah. And which which just means that the PS4 was selling like, has been selling like over 100% better than the Xbox One. But, it's, yeah. but it, that means also the PS4 has legs. Surpri- yeah. Surprising yeah. legs. It's you know, weird because those things where people were buying it just because it was the cheaper one. And now that there's a new cheaper one that everybody flocked to the new cheaper one, yeah. it really does tell you there is more than just price at stake. I don't really know how Microsoft digs out of this because the PS4 is more powerful. I think I think most people would agree, though maybe it's debatable. Most people would agree that the PlayStation, that Sony has better first party support. Because they, they, I mean, they have just some of the best studios in the world. And Microsoft has, uh, I mean, Black Tusk and, and um, three or four, three are kind of unproven. And I don't think that they're well, as well respected. Right. And then Sony has like infinitely better indie support. So I don't really see. It's a really weird about face too, right? When, when for the, in the last generation, I, you know, I, it was the opposite. You know, I yeah, thought but, of but Xbox so, was with indies and. Yes, Microsoft was, but they also signed bad contracts and pissed off at Indies. But like, yep. so, because last generation, the 360 was off to a massive lead. But Sony still had the most powerful console and the best first party developers. So slowly they did come back. Um, I don't know how, I don't know where Microsoft makes inroads. Like, where, where is it that they could say, well, we can bank on this? Right. And that's what they were trying to do with the whole, the, all with the, the TV thing. Yeah. And you can, like, I feel like they're getting a little desperate because you see them shutting that original programming stuff and, they're moving. They're trying really hard with the ID at Xbox program to get back on the board with the Indies, and but they're still far behind. Right. That. They're trying to. They're following. They're just trying to follow in the footsteps again. It seems like, and it's not working. Like they're. I think their biggest hope was Titanfall, and that didn't pan out like they hoped. Yeah, because I mean, we have already seen their their desperation moves. I mean, Titanfall was a desperation move. Yeah. They paid a lot for the exclusive, and then the the system price dropped from four to four forty, including Titanfall, and that still didn't make a dent. Like Sony's just. Sony's not doing anything is the thing. Like, it's not like they've even played, like, you know, a wild card to be like, look at what we can do. They've done nothing, and they've just been reaping, sowing all the rewards. Right. It's really interesting. I mean, it's almost like they're pulling off what they promised they would do when the before the PS3 came out, yeah. which is, like, selling a console without games. I mean, there are games, but, like, at the same time, there isn't anything, you know, blockbuster on the horizon. You mean on the micro, on, on the Xbox One, you mean? Um, no, I mean, the, like the PS4 4. is selling yeah. okay. tons and tons of units. But it and, doesn't have a great lineup. Right, exactly. It's like what Sony was saying they would be able to do with the, when the PS3 was coming out, is sell a, a console without games. Um, I mean, the, the best system, I think I think by far the best of the three systems is the Wii U right now from a... If you ignore indies, I guess, and just just talk about the, the retail if games. If you just I look think. at the what's available now, if you wanted to play... Yeah, yeah. the Wii U the is like far and away better. The most fun games. Also, the Wii U sold really well last month. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, and and Mario Kart is selling phenomenally well. So maybe my, maybe Nintendo actually has some traction. But I really, I don't know what Microsoft's going to do because I don't think Halo is is enough to carry that system, especially because Halo is going to go head to head with Uncharted Four, and right. it's going to get it's going to get crushed. By well, that. I mean, they have the Halo, they have the Master Chief Collection coming up, which I which is going to be which could be amazing. Yeah, and I am considering buying an Xbox for that. And I do know a lot of people who are just yeah. insanely you know jazzed about Halo and but, only Halo. Yeah, but it looks like because I think the best selling game of 2014 is going to be Destiny. That's right. my prediction. And it, and that game is going to sell better on the PS4 yeah, than any yeah. other. system. It's already associated more with the PS4 and, than with any. Which other. is a, which is bad news. And for, that's going really well for the for Sony doing that. Like you saw with Watch Dogs selling what like double the amount on the PS4 as it did for the Xbox. Con- yeah. Completely um, crushed it. It's definitely working for Sony to do to pay for that exclusivity and marketing and uh, content. Yeah, because Microsoft's 
partnerships are Call of Duty and Evolve. Um, they have Assassin's Creed a little bit now. Um, so they've they've definitely partnered with yeah. some smart things, but I think that like the new hotness is going to be Destiny. Yeah. Destiny will be the big thing. And what's it's interesting to me too that when I first saw like was it today or in the last couple days it's like. Well, the Destiny beta won't be running at 60 frames a second on the Xbox One. Or 1080. No, 1080p. Or 1080p. There, I'm not, sorry. That's what I meant. 60. 1080p. Yeah. But that's still the goal for the Xbox yeah. One. Whereas I just know that that's a, a given for me on the PS4. And maybe that doesn't mean a lot to the average person. Like, And typically, we don't really notice those big differences as as players. But it's enough. Like When that's the conversation, and it's the conversation that happens so much, I think even, even non-core games gamers like pick up on that stuff it's like i'm interested in destiny oh i heard something like it was going to look better on the playstation 4 yeah, so that's enough yeah. like yeah it, that's enough when all things are equal you go for the one that looks slightly yeah. better like that's yeah. and now that you have online services where you know where sony can actually you know you there, there's no real meaningful difference now between like in the past i would never have thought about getting like an online ps3 game over an online xbox game given the the choice right yeah. but now it's like whatever like yeah. there's yeah. just like you know there's no reason not to get it so we're being really negative game. like what 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 is the savior for microsoft what's going to make them or does it or are they just going to be fine being second place because that's i mean that's, there's not that's not bad i mean they they swear that they have stuff planned for their first party studios like rare um if they can bring some of that stuff back then maybe they have a chance you know they need to start like i don't know what they did why they did it last gen but they just stopped focusing on their first party uh, developers for some reason and they need to bring those back like that's really the only thing that's what they need to do sony's also done a really really good job of family games uh because they have local co-op games and was like little yeah. big planet stuff like they've they they've they've catered to both the hardcore and the casual market really well i think um microsoft they because they, they really bank on the hardcore market and they've kind of ignored you know, I mean, that's what Rare should be doing, is they should be making Banjo-Kazooie type games. I mean, do they? I mean, they bank on, like, the super casual, like, only it's watch like, Netflix markets. It's bros and, then, and, and their families. Yeah. It was the, always Bros the, and their families, but it's it seems so asinine to me, because you have Rare, and even if they're making games that are good and not great, like, if you could have a new, really good-looking, family, colorful game, like, that, that goes a long way. Even if it only sells $250,000, it goes a long way when you see that and target and you see like that kind of advertising like yeah. just to show that diversity and sony has that and nintendo obviously is the master of that and microsoft kind of turned their back on that and i really don't understand that it seems like a dumb idea yeah but nintendo's still not and may never be associated with the kind of games that we associate with ps4 and with, with oh, yeah. xbox like the, i don't think it the gritty will. shooter and blah 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 well, and i think that's the perception is that the ps4 if you're into games the ps4 is your best bet if you only are getting one machine and it's the machine that it's going to run the most variety yeah. of types of Because Nintendo, Nintendo's on one side and Microsoft's on the other and Sony straddles both lines. Yeah. Uh, and and you can make a case that neither of their, they don't straddle as good on either side. You could make that case, but yeah. like, but I still you think do get Sony, the best of both worlds. I still think Sony still maintains an identity yep. in all of that that doesn't just sound like you're, they're cobbling stuff together. And that's that's the biggest thing maybe with, with uh, Microsoft and all of this is now with... Now with uh, Microsoft's, you know, entertainment studios shutting down, then that's that's one more piece of the Xbox One identity that was given to us when the system was first announced, mm -hmm. and that that identity has been slowly 
sifting away. They don't have an identity anymore. I mean, yeah, and their messaging is still messed up. Like it last, really is. last month, even or they a couple of weeks ago, they even there was an Xbox exec who came out and said that the the whole you know you can have your Xbox One act as a dev kit. Anyone can. He said that that was getting you know that was canned. That was canceled. That plan. And then they came out and, and said, nope, it's not canceled again. They're still having problems with getting their messaging right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like they have to fix that. There's another question I have for you guys too, before we wrap things up. And that's now that we've seen, I mean, because I don't think any, most people wouldn't argue that the, that the PlayStation four did anything radically different in the space, right? No. Like it's more or less <laughs> nope. another generation, another console. It's much more powerful. Um, they improved a lot of stuff that needed to be improved over the PS3 Very and so expected. On, but yeah. it's an expected thing. And then we had the Xbox One, which for all the things that we hated about it, did sound like it was trying to, to make a name for itself by being somewhat different. Yeah. And gradually, we're having those things that made it different stripped away to be almost like, you know, because it's becoming more like the PS4 in a sense. It's like the PS4 Lite now. So my question to you is, do you think that this means that we're unwilling to, like, you know, game players, are we, un do we really want, as much as we complain about parity and homogeneity, uh, homo yeah, hom homogeneity, thank you, um, you know, is this still in the end what we're saying we want? Well, you know, we don't want this system to do these weird things and connect. But to none my of these TV things, none blah, of blah, the blah. stuff Microsoft was pushing was for games is the problem. And Sony has a platform where you can make every type of game where you have Killzone and you have Towerfall. Like that, it supports creativity. Whereas Microsoft was like, no, we have TV and we have Connect, but like none of that stuff made the act of playing better. Right. Uh, and and I I think that that's, that's that's what you're seeing come to fruition is Sony's just like we want the best games and everyone's like. What about this crazy idea? And you get and you get all these cool games. And I think what Sony did well was that it it basically perfected the uh, like the the idea of a console, which is the easiest like the easiest experience for the user, and now the easiest easiest experience for the developer. Like PCs are still very um, you know unaccessible for a wide variety of people. Um, and Sony basically just said we're going to make it as easy as possible for the greatest amount of people. And yeah. I think that's what they did great. And even, okay, and even, I know that I'm always going to praise the Vita, even though it isn't selling that well. Uh, it sells well enough that people like, that developers like supporting it because those games, those games do move to the existing fan base. So what Sony has done is made it really easy to port between the Vita and the PS4, which makes even a stronger incentive for a developer to make a game for, like an indie developer to make that game because they know that they have a pretty eager audience because the people who own a Vita are like fanatical about the Vita. Right. And, like, that's a really huge thing for them is they know that, like, oh, Rogue Legacy, like, of course they're going to bring it to the PlayStation because it's going to be, it's going to have such a huge built-in audience already. Right. Uh, Microsoft does not have that without having a portable system. So it's just, and do people play indie games on the Xbox One? I, I don't know. I don't know what Super Time Force did. I don't know how big that market is. Not yeah. well. Not amazingly well. Yeah. Considering that game is. Is really good. Is you should play really it. really effing yeah. good. You play it. Uh, Can I? Yeah. Oh. But that, but like if that game didn't sell that well, and I don't really know what Super Time Force did, but if it didn't, that's going to steer developers even further away. Going, oh well, Towerfall, Towerfall sold the best on the PS4, even more than Steam. So developers know they can sell there. If if, if it's if it shows that that's better than the Xbox for sales, you're not going to see games like Below anymore on that system. You're going to see them ported or not at all on the Xbox One. So stop making me sad. 
Well, it's just, I mean, it's a priority of what Microsoft, Microsoft cares about, and they care about, like, the hardcore AAA games, and that's to the to the detriment of everything else that makes games great. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It was almost like a eulogy here. Yeah, know, Nintendo right is in such a great place okay, right yeah, now. Nintendo's doing really well. I'm yeah. considering buying a Wii U. Yep. I just bought Donkey Kong today so I can finally finish it. This is kind of their chance. I mean, and that's kind of the sad part, too. I mean, I feel like almost some of these successes are are almost as much about the non-success of the competitor as it is about the success of the yeah. of the of the actual, I guess, winner. I don't like that word. I, I don't but, know. This, this is not whatever. a contest or a war, but still, regardless. Sony has, has won by just not doing anything. And it's really interesting. It's, yeah. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my my feeling always has been, I mean, I feel we've gotten to the point where we've may not have perfected it, but we've gotten to the point where I think game pads and controllers are, are in a pretty good shape. Yep. And yes. I've I've always wanted I want my innovations coming from the software and not from the hardware. And that's always sort of been my yeah. philosophy, which is why I care more about, say, the P you know, I end up playing a lot more PS4 games and certainly a lot of PC games over say Wii U games yeah. because I'm more interested in the software innovations than I am in the in the in the hardware totally innovations fair. which is again why I think that virtual reality I'm still very cautious about that we'll as see. well but we we'll should see. also remember that Sony has some tricks up their sleeve because they designed the PlayStation 4 to drop its price so as soon as it starts to slow it's going to be 350 <laughs> and then they can also pack in 350 with The Last of Us so the best game of last year by most people's assertions um so those it's gonna crazy be crazy people. It's gonna be really. I know Zelda's just phenomenal, but it's gonna be really hard to catch up <laughs> to to what Sony's doing since they I mean, Metro that, Last Light suckers. What was that? Metro Last Light. Suckers. Oh my god! <laughs> Metro Redux. Whatever, whatever. There Metro some, Redux comes out this month. Ooh, I want to play that. There yeah, were some good, good games, but just I mean, I'm gonna guess that like February or March, you're gonna see Last of Us packed in with the yeah. system, and that's that's like such a no brainer to buy that. So you. <laughs> Maybe a little Big Planet also, just to have a family option. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for coming along with sure. uh, a small podcast with just me, of course, Kevin Van Ord. I'm your host, and Tom McShay. Thank you. Thank you. And Alex Newhouse. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And you should also, you know, certainly subscribe to us. Hopefully, we'll be back to a better schedule now that uh, things are maybe getting back to normal. I'm not sick this week. But we don't have equipment. Hopefully next week I'll be fine and we'll have equipment and Yay. everybody can be yeah. happy. Um, in the meanwhile, though, make sure to follow this podcast, GameSpot Gameplay, and subscribe on all your places, whether it be iTunes or whatever RSS feed you use. Uh, what else? Oh, our Twitter handles, Tom is Tom McShay. And I am Fiddle Cub. And Alex Newhouse is what? Alex B. Newhouse. I forgot your middle initial, which is why I had you do it. And thank you again. This was episode 75, and we will presumably see you, or at least you will hear us next week. Bye-bye. Yep. Yeah.